Hello, and welcome to uh, Leap of Faith podcast. <clears throat> My name is Lorraine, and I am your host for today. Uh, today is episode 6.5, and we are in chapter 2 of Mark. So uh, we are just starting out, and uh, a lot of Mark is uh, sort of repeating what we already read in Matthew, so... Um, but. You know, there's always something to be learned in uh, in every every book. So um, so we will start diving in to um, to Mark two. So let me start out in prayer. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, we come before your throne, Lord, so incredibly humble. Lord, we know how mighty you are, and what a um, incredibly loving uh, God you are and we are so thankful that you loved us so much that you sent your son Jesus to die on the cross for us we are so thankful for the blood that he shed to cover all of our sins so Lord I just uh, thank you for the life you have given us I thank you for all that you provide for us and uh, I especially thank you for this book that you gave to us uh, this Bible this autobiography of your history and your life and of Jesus we just it, without it I mean it's a manual it's a manual to live life according to the way you want us to live it so Lord just thank you for uh, providing that for us thank you for the time that we are sharing as uh, followers and readers and uh, I just pray blessings over each one of us that we will um, understand exactly what it is that you are wanting us to understand out of uh, our Bible reading today so Lord thank you for uh, for this time and uh, help us to be mindful of exactly what it is that you are wanting us to learn from today. Uh, instill it in our hearts, in our souls, in our minds, and uh, I pray that we will be able to live it out in the way we live our lives. And uh, Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So, uh, yes, uh, going back to that prayer, uh, help us to live our lives the way that you want us to live. Uh, that's really important. If you're reading your Bible daily, you should be absorbing this into your hearts, into your souls, and that you're living it out life, you know, and so that people will say, without a doubt, you don't have to tell them you're a Christian. They can just tell because of the way you're living your life. Um, so... Um, I, I try every day to, to be a, a good Christian and to be living life the way God wants me to live it and uh, saying the words. Sometimes just, you know, stopping and praying for somebody when they ask for prayer in that moment. You know, sometimes it takes time. You know, maybe you're on your way to an appointment. But you know what? If somebody said, you know, can you pray for me? I, it's hard. It's hard to stop and do it. But Sometimes um, that's necessary to be showing Jesus to people. Because I don't think Jesus would say, oh, I'm sorry, I have an appointment to get to. I, I've never read that into any of these, uh, these, um, these verses, any of these chapters, any of these books. Not once did Jesus say, uh, no, I can't do that for you right now. i got to get to this dinner with uh, Matthew the tax collector. Whatever. Anyway, I'm just saying. Um, it, it is, you know, living your life and um, being recognized by the way we act 
So, all right, I just said it, it's out loud. <clears throat> so let's dive into uh, chapter two, episode 6.5. <coughs> Excuse me. When, oh, I'm sorry, I don't have my readers on. I do now. When Jesus returned to Capernaum several days later, the news spread quickly that he was back home. Soon the house where he was staying was so packed with visitors that there was no more room even outside the door. While he was preaching God's word to them, four men arriving arrived carrying a paralyzed man on a mat. They couldn't bring him to Jesus because of the crowd, so they dug a hole through the roof above his head. Then they lowered the man on this mat right down in front of Jesus. Seeing their faith, Jesus said to the paralyzed man, My child, your sins are forgiven. But some of the teachers of religious law who were sitting there thought to themselves, <clears throat> What is he saying? This is blasphemy. Only God can forgive sins. Jesus knew immediately what they were thinking, so he asked them, Why do you question this in your hearts? Is it easier to say to the paralyzed man, Your sins are forgiven? Or stand up, pick up your mat, and walk. So I will prove to you that the Son of Man has the authority over uh, authority on earth to forgive sins. Then Jesus turned to the paralyzed man and said, Stand up, pick up your mat, and go home. And the man jumped up, grabbed his mat, and walked out through the stunned onlookers. They were all amazed and praised God, exclaiming, We've never seen anything like this before. Jesus calls Levi, Matthew, <clears throat> Matthew the tax collector. Then Jesus went out to the lake shore again and taught the crowds that were coming to him. As he walked along, he saw Levi, son of Alphaeus, sitting at his tax collector's booth. Follow me and be my, my disciple, Jesus said to him. So Levi got up and followed him. Later, Levi invited Jesus and his disciples to his home as dinner guests, along with many tax collectors and other disreputable sinners. There were many people of this kind among Jesus' followers. But when the teachers of religious law, who were Pharisees, saw him eating with tax collectors and other sinners, they asked his disciples, Why does he eat with such scum? When Jesus heard this, he told them, Healthy people don't need a doctor. Sick people do. I have come to call not those who think they are righteous, but those who know they are sinners. A discussion about fasting. Once when John's disciples and the Pharisees were fasting, some people came to Jesus and asked, Why don't your disciples fast like John's disciples and the Pharisees do? Jesus replied, Do wedding guests fast while celebrating with the groom? Of course not. They can't, they can't fast while the groom is with them, but someday the groom will be taken away from them, and then they will fast. Besides, who would patch old clothing with new cloth? For the new patch would shrink and rip away from the old cloth, <clears throat> leaving an even bigger tear than before. And no one puts new wine into old wineskins, for the wine would burst into wineskin would burst the wineskins, and the wine and the skins would both be lost. New wine calls for new wineskins. A discussion about the Sabbath. <clears throat> One Sabbath day, as Jesus was walking through some grain fields, his disciples began breaking off heads of grain to eat. 
But the Pharisees said to Jesus, Look, why are they breaking the law by harvesting grain on the Sabbath? Jesus said to them, Have you ever read in the scriptures what David did when he and his companions were hungry? He went into the house of God during the days when Abathar was high priest and broke the law by eating the sacred loaves of bread that only the priests are allowed to eat. He also gave some to his companions. Then Jesus said to them, The Sabbath was made to meet the needs of people and not people to meet the requirements of the Sabbath. So the Son of Man is Lord even over the Sabbath. All right, so a few things. Um, like I said, we've already kind of read through this. Uh, um, the, uh, the part where um, the news spread quickly that Jesus was home, and soon uh, the house where he was staying was so packed with visitors that there was no more room, even outside the door. Uh, while he was preaching, four men arrived carrying a paralyzed man on a mat. So they dug a hole through the roof above his head, above Jesus' head. Then they lowered the mat and put him right down in front of Jesus. So Jesus is so amazed that by their faith. And he says, you know, my child, your sins are forgiven. And the Pharisees, of course, you know, don't see it that way. You know, who are you to be forgiving people's sins. Only God can do that. So they still don't realize that this is God and the Son of God. And so Jesus immediately says, why do you question this in your hearts? Is it easier to say to the paralyzed man, your sins are forgiven or stand up and pick up your mat? Which is easier, right? I mean, back in that day, you know, and in this day, you know, paralyzed people, you know, they don't just get, you know, healed up they have to go through therapy or some of them are permanently paralyzed you know but here's jesus and he's saying is it easier to say your sins are forgiven or to pick up your mat and so of course he's going to prove to them i am the son of god i am who i am i, I say i am and uh so pick up your mat and go home and the man jumped up grabbed his mat and walked out i mean he didn't wait a day or a week or you know whatever he immediately picked up his mat and went home and everybody is amazed at this. And then we move on to uh, tax collector. Again, his followers are not delaying in their obedience. They are immediately doing what God is telling them to do. He says, follow me and be my disciples, uh, Jesus said to him. So Levi got up and followed him. He completely walked away from his business, you know, collecting tax for the Romans. So you know, he, he quit his job, basically. He just walked out, you know, so he could follow Jesus. And he had no idea, you know, how he was going to manage, I don't think. You know, who does that? Who just up and quits their job, right, without a backup plan? Um, <clears throat> then they ate dinner, uh, Jesus and the, his disciples. Now, make note of this. Uh, at this point, Jesus hasn't actually assigned... Um, his disciples yet um, so uh, that's the next chapter um, so uh, he calls them disciples he's not calling him them the 12 apostles yet because he hasn't picked them out yet uh, so they've eaten dinner 
And the Pharisees, again, um, saw him eating with the tax collectors and other sinners. Why does he eat with such scum? And Jesus says, you know, healthy people don't need a doctor. Uh, sick people do. I have come to call not those who think they are righteous, and he's calling out the Pharisees because they think they're righteous and sinless just because they're, you know, religious leaders, but those who know they are sinners. So, you know, again, they're blind. The, the, the Pharisees are blinded to all this. They think they're not sinners, and they think that they got a one-way ticket to heaven, but they don't. And then we go on to the fasting. Uh, again, you know, who fasts at a wedding? You know, when when there's, you know, this this is a celebration of the Son of God. This is, Jesus is the is the groom, and here he is. Um, you know, we're we're here to celebrate him at this point. You know, and he's saying, you know, you don't you don't fast while you're at the wedding feast. You, you know. You, but the groom is going to be gone soon. And then you're going to fast because you're going to be like, holy cannoli, what are we going to do now? So, and then, um, uh, then talking about the Sabbath in verse 27, uh, the Sabbath was made to meet the needs of people. You know, on the seventh day, God rested and he wants us to rest. And that's the meeting the needs of the people. You have to rest. Um, and not the people meeting the requirements of the Sabbath. So the Son of Man is Lord even over the Sabbath. So God's, you know, Jesus is saying, these people, you know, are, are they don't need to follow that law anymore, you know. So... So that's it for today. That was uh, good. Good stuff as always. Um, you know... Mark is just diving right back in and just, you know, giving us the, the bullet points. And um, he's very, you know, spot on. Um, and then tomorrow, uh, there's going to be more. And I, like I said, uh, Jesus chooses the 12 apostles uh, tomorrow. So we'll do that with um, Jeremiah. So uh, I want to say thank you to everybody who is listening. I didn't say that at the top of this. And um, so thank you for listening. Um, it's to me a blessing. I say it every day, but it really is a blessing getting into the word of God and becoming, um, you know, intimate with him, uh, learning so much more about who Jesus is and, uh, and what he's all about. And so, um, and learning about, you know, how God works, uh, as well. So I, I just, I'm so thankful that we're able to, uh, take this journey together. So, um, so, uh, if we, if you, uh, whoever you are out there, uh, wherever you are, I'm hoping this is going all out to everywhere, but, um, if, uh, you haven't decided, uh, that Jesus is who you want to follow, if you're a little confused, <clears throat> I would get to a church or a pastor and have your questions answered. But if this is your moment and this is the time where you feel like you want to uh, put your chest in Jesus and make him Lord over your life, uh, we will say the prayer and um, and then, uh, you know, have a celebration that we have one more uh, sheep in the sheepfold. So uh, let's, uh, let's pray. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, today 
I put my trust in you. I am not perfect, and no, I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your son, Jesus. It's his perfect blood that covers all my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, congratulations and welcome to uh, the family. Uh, it sounds like we're talking about the, the Godfather. <laughs> welcome to the family. Anyway, um, we're just thankful that you have chosen to uh, follow Jesus and to become um, a follower. Congratulations. Uh, and so I'm going to, again, encourage you, go to... Uh, a Bible teaching church, get involved, um, you know, speak with a pastor, uh, get your questions answered, and uh, learn to get to know Jesus even more. I mean, this is a good start by reading your Bible once a day. Um, but getting involved with a church, into a ministry, into uh, uh, some sort of volunteer work, <clears throat> is really really important um so yeah uh, get involved and um and you know like i you know jeremiah keep saying this we are not uh traditionally trained we are just reading the bible just like you are and getting out of it um the same you know what we're getting out of it whatever god is uh, putting on our hearts and sometimes you don't even get a takeaway you know, sometimes for that day, you know, sometimes it's just like I was reading uh, Joshua and uh, today, and it was basically sort of um, giving uh, a record of what land uh, was going to be given to the uh, Israelites. And so like different, the different tribes. And so to me, it was, and to the other people that I was reading with, we were all thinking that this was God's way of putting it on record, uh, that this is the land that's going to go to, you know, each tribe, each one of the 12 tribes. So, you know, but that was all, you know, I didn't get any more deeper than that. Uh, so sometimes it's just a history, a record. Um, you know, this is all about Jesus's ministry and establishing himself as uh, the son of God. And, um, you know, getting everything that's going to fall into place is going to fall into place. So, all right. So, uh, thank you again for, um, oh, let me backtrack. If today was your first day to say that uh, prayer and to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, check your name, your check your Bible verse and mark the date, dog ear it, uh, you know, highlight it, whatever. Um, but that's something you want um, on record. Um, you know, mine was April 12th, 1994. Um, you know, you just remember it because it's a pretty big day, you know, when you give your life to Jesus. So, um, anyway, congratulations. Um, and thank you again for listening and following and, uh, being, uh, so patient with, um, with me as, uh, as we're reading through. So, God bless you. Have a good night, good day, good morning, whatever moment it is that you're uh, reading this um, or listening to this uh, podcast. And we will see you tomorrow with uh, Jeremiah. I'll see you later.